Hello, you lovely people. Schalke and Ainsley Maitland-Niles have saved the transfer window. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Tuesday the 2nd of February. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Oh, guys, lovely to hear you and to see you as well today. Extraordinary scenes and so beautiful and bizarre to be inside your bedrooms. I I must take issue, actually, Kate. I'm sure there are people listening to your, as always, excellent intro and thinking, (laughs) hang on, didn't the Turkish Super League save the transfer window? I think the Turkish Super League (laughs) saved the the, the transfer window. I mean, you thought after Ozil, they'd done everything, but no, there was more. I feel as though, actually, if you think not a lot happened yesterday, you may have failed to notice that Ross County actually sold Ross Stewart to Sunderland, which means they now only have four four Rosses at that club. Well, it's a bit oh, late, no. isn't it? Because, of course, Jack Ross is no longer there. So, uh, you know, disappointing. Their Ross levels are dangerously low. <laughs> yes. they, need a, they need a Ross injection, possibly government funded. I don't know. Yeah. Do they have to change their name if it drops below a, below a critical point god knows how many counties have they got on the squad that's the question I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh, was this where does this rank on your kind of favorite transfer windows pete would you say <laughs> well i think um i mean the audience for any normal kind of transfer window is a 13 year old kid from mainland europe who likes um, FIFA coins and the transfer window. That, that, that's that's the main kind of uh, audience for this kind of thing. And I think people like Jurgen Klopp kind of got, got in the spirit of it. And he, they, he sort of admitted, he said, we don't normally dip our toes in the waters of uh, the still waters of Preston. <laughs> Championship Preston, which I thought was a little bit uh, disrespectful. But Damn yeah, I, I think he's... He, yeah, I, I just think he, he sort of realises that that is modern football and it's all about the transfer window. It's all about comings and goings and, 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 and people getting bombed out for not performing well enough. Yeah, I mean, there were feverish links between Manchester United and Sergio Ramos at one point in the run-up mm. to, to the window closing yesterday. But mm. in the end... Uh, not made up at all, obviously. But in the end, it was Liverpool who are making the moves to get their defence shored up with their relentless injuries. Joel Matip, by the way, out for the rest of the season after that ankle ligament injury at Tottenham. Um, uh, but they got the next best thing, Andy. Ozan Kabak on loan from Schalke. He says yeah, he admires Ramos. It's, it's nice. Don't we all? I, I think it's uh, <laughs> nice to see uh, a club getting creative, even if incredibly late, because... I don't know. I I felt a little bit disappointed by this transfer window because I thought, well, presumably because no one's got any money and no time to, to work with, teams would be mm. a little bit more creative. To me, this felt like the peak Sam Allardyce transfer window because, you know, there was lots of opportunities for uh, free agents and loans and all that sort of stuff. But it turns out it's really difficult to get rid of incredibly highly paid footballers who don't want to move (laughs) (laughs) who'd have thought it but um Kabak is 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 different obviously um I mean I I think he'll he'll end up going very well for Liverpool he's um a player who's who's looked fantastic since he was a teenager which was obviously 10 minutes ago because he's only only 20 now but when he first came through the, the the Galatasaray Academy um he looked special he looked as if he had um responsibility a bit of swagger um someone who's good on the ball who's dominant in the air 
And since he's been in Germany, as has been pointed out, with a slightly different slant in different places, he has played for two like epically shit teams in <laughs> Stuttgart when he first arrived there. They're, they're, they're recovered now, happily. And uh, Schalke, who, as as we know, have won once in a year in, in, in the Bundesliga. Um, and that's that's tough, I think, to to move from that to a situation where you win all the time. I mean, you know, obviously it'll cheer him up a little bit. <laughs> well, that's but, that's what Paul Merson said yesterday. He said, he, he, you know, the agent can't believe his luck. He's gone from uh, he, he's gone from a team who's won one game all season, and now he's got the champions. I mean, what I would say it's a bit rich from a, a man who managed at one point in his career <laughs> who signed Stephen Gerrard's cousin on deadline day. So. It, like that didn't work out for for, for, for Paul Merson, if I remember rightly. But I mean, this does the fire sale start here for Schalke? Is everyone just going to get bombed out? It, it would have started a while ago if they had anything worth selling. Um, <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, they don't, and 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 that's been the problem. But, I mean, the, mm. the the whole like sense of panic around this deal you get, and I, I think there has been a bit of panic at Liverpool in the last few days, is because they could have had Quebec last week, last month or three months ago for pretty much mm. the same price because Schalke is skint and they need to sell and they've been skint for a, a, a pretty long time. Um, but what I would say, going back to um, you know what, what you can offer straight away, is that like Quebec is, like I said, a born leader. And he's also someone who like, any other player of that age would have been absolutely destroyed by what he's been through in Germany in, in, in the last couple of years, playing... Um, at big clubs with a, a sense of impending doom around them. So um, for him to come out the other side of that, I feel pretty confident he'll be he'll be good for Liverpool. I mean, it, it'll take time. The thing is, you know how it happens with defenders in the Premier League. They make a mistake early on and they get written off as completely incompatible with this particular brand of football that, that, that we have mm. in England. But then again, you think that happened to... Patrice Evra, that happened to Nemanja Vidic, you know, players who started off really badly. So it's just about the clubs really keeping their nerve and sticking with that that player, or realizing you don't have a that you don't have a purchase obligation and sending them back. <laughs> and anyway, Pete, I don't know why you're worried about Schalke because they've they've got a new signing themselves, uh, and he's going to come in and save the day, Shortram Mustafi. He's well, cancelled the last six months of his contract <laughs> and he is in through that door and he's going to sort things out for those Germans. I mean, is that, I mean, Arsenal fans speak to me. I mean, is this a sideways move? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing is, though, he must have, he must have um, had, a, had a little world with Kalasinac. He said, bro, you've got to come. I've been treated like a hero here. They've got no good players. It's amazing. Just a bit like homeopathic levels of competency. They, they're into it. I'd rather hope to dig out my Shkodran Mustafi um, Lego figure for the day. Well, it's, it's not oh, mine. Yeah. Obviously, it belongs to the small it's people in the yours. house. It's not yours, sure. Um, but, the um, Lego people. Yeah, yeah the Lego people. <laughs> belongs to the Lego mate. union. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was amazing. They came out these um, Lego figures. I guess it was before Euro 2016. And uh, my friend Archie, I asked him to get me one um, from uh, Germany because you could only get them in Germany or Switzerland. And he, he went a bit mental and like bought us like four or five. So we've got a Bastian Schweinsteiger who's currently lost his legs and he's wearing Batman's legs. 
Um, <laughs> to- Thomas what Muller. What Batman's is... legs like? Do, have he got? Is it pants and then, or how is it? Because Batman's legs are just are normal legs, aren't they? Well, well, yeah, but they're very sort of you know utility, like right. like more yeah. more so than normal footballers' legs. It's, it's like a normal say. footballer, but his legs are sad because of his mum and dad were killed by a. By a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Sad legs. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think Thomas Muller has Harley Quinn's hair at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Which is an interesting combo. <laughs> Daddy's little. It was a Daddy's little angel. What is the <laughs> t-shirt she wears in the film? So wait, hang on. Oh, sorry, oh, I thought you were I'm... suggesting. I thought you were suggesting, Pete, that that's what Thomas Muller makes the other Bayern players call him in the dressing room. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> have I misunderstood this then? Sorry, did you say that you have a let go figure of Shodrami Stuffy? No. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, in, in Germany kit, not in Arsenal or Sampdoria kit. Right. Got yeah. it. That's niche. I like it. I like it a lot. More mobile. No, no bend in the knee. <laughs> no need to break. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know, guys. Schalke, as far as we can tell, you know, opened their season with an 8-0 defeat at Bayern and it's all gone kind of downhill from there. But maybe you're right. Maybe this is the place where where Mustafi comes into his own and fixes the hurts of many a year. I think I I once said that... um, In fact, I think that's the reason why... Uh, I got hired to work on this pod, even. Uh, I once said that Shodra Mustafi looks like a dog playing Jenga. Um, <laughs> and it's because it's like it's good it's cool that he's playing a game but it's not really a game for dogs is basically my my, <laughs> the, my theory about Mustafi uh, there was something that was going around on the internet a little while ago anyway perhaps this is what uh, Arteta has been so busy working on this whole time he said in an interview yesterday that I speak to Edu more than I speak to my own wife so suddenly it perhaps becomes clear as to what <laughs> they've been desperately chatting to each other. And all, and all they talk about is William and how much they love him. So. There's, there's three people in this relationship. <laughs> I, I, I do kind of wonder, though, about the painting Arteta and particularly Edu as some sort of masterminds for getting rid of Ozil, Socrates, Mustafi in, in the same window. I mean, they did have to pay them to leave. What a masterstroke! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who'd have thought footballers like money? <laughs> <laughs> if someone paid me to leave this podcast, I would. <laughs> oh, we'd never start do the that. bidding. Start the bidding, patron. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's one of the tears, isn't it? I imagine you could set something yeah, up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm my like... tears. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and of course, uh, the other move uh, for Liverpool that, that that we spent a lot of time talking about, certainly on Sky, was Ben Davies coming in from Preston. It seems to be a level of uh, neutral enthusiasm. What's what's the what level is that? Neutral enthusiasm. It's like one above just neutral. Um, mm. Klopp says, "What I like about Ben is it just shows that each situation creates opportunities. In a normal transfer window, we would not look at Preston." <laughs> So disrespectful. Like they're not that far away. Like position-wise, presumably. I mean, he Davies also last week, uh, last week, last night had to uh, delete a tweet saying that he hated Scousers, which is a great start, <laughs> <laughs> an amazing start for your club. Lee Clark levels of disrespect there. Fantastic. Oh my there, god. There was there was there was um, once a guy who's gone on to be a very successful uh, top-level footballer in Spain, Sergio Guardiola, and mm. he was signing for 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 
Barca B, and uh, he signed, and then that that was in the afternoon, and in the evening they rescinded the transfer because they'd found an old tweet where he said, I think, fuck Catalonia. Or something like that. <laughs> that's not. I mean, that's, that's not that I mean, far a... off with the Scousers thing, is it, Pete? That's uh, the way certain people go on. No, I agree. <laughs> you said that, Kate. You said that, Kate. Not me. All right. <laughs> um, it's, it's just five quid on the Patreon to get rid of Pete. <laughs> Mace, we made an agreement not to talk about your burn account on here. <laughs> oh dear please let's not um people lots of people who didn't move um are at spurs still although jedson fernandez looks like he got out so you know good luck to the man uh deli alley's still in there supposedly jose Mourinho blocked blocked the move even though all deli wants to do is be free and go and hang out with poch who the fuck doesn't um but yeah so what what do we make of that is it just sort of in some ways it feels to me like Mourinho is just holding all of these players all together to show his great power it doesn't feel as though there's a way in at the moment or way back in for for Delhi so I don't really understand what the what the point is that that I think is an excellent point because why do you need a replacement for someone who never plays it's, 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 it's a bit of a shame, really, from his perspective. And I think a lot of people are just disappointed because they like to see him play because when he's playing well, he's, he's, he's absolutely terrific. But I do wonder if it was a little bit like the mooted move for Olivier Giroud to enter this time mm. last year, where the reason that Giroud was sold on it, and of course he would have been behind uh, Lukaku and La- Lautaro Martinez, is he would have been in the same position in the queue, but maybe people actually realised he was in the queue. So <laughs> right. I, 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 I suspect it was a, a similar thing with Delhi because you, could, you couldn't see him walk, walking straight into the Paris Saint-Germain team either. You couldn't see him walking no. straight in, no. But at least he would have felt, you know, that he'd been brought into a place where he was, was cared Had for. Had a new tracksuit. Yeah. <laughs> Gets to mingle with some of the big stars of the of the modern game, Pete, and that's all anyone really wants, isn't it? That and money. Yeah, you got to live to Brussels. <laughs> get a live in Paris. Lovely old job. Fantastic. That's true. It's probably not as great an, an option at the moment, though, is it? I wouldn't have thought. Oh, the boulangeries, though. The the the, the museums. Oh. Just the outside is good. Actually, that's yeah. that's something I really enjoyed when um I was watching the last series of spiral it had not occurred to me until like season eight that whenever someone's trying to comfort someone who's had a difficult time you know how in in britain it's like it's all right love we'll get the kettle on someone always comes in and goes the first <laughs> thing in the morning i bought you some croissants <laughs> <laughs> it, it, genu- like it. it genuinely does happen like that Oh, yeah. it's lovely. That also links nicely onto something that we're going to come into in part two about Antonio Cassano. So, mm. you know, stand by for a bit of that, for a piece of that, <laughs> friends. <laughs> um, uh, also, not leaving Spurs, D- uh, Danny Rose um, moved to Travis on Sports, seems to have fallen through. But but don't I be feel sorry for Danny. Me too. No that, bloody yeah, number. I thought, I, thought, <laughs> I thought he. Um, I thought he. Uh, he showed flashes at Newcastle that he still had a little bit, um, and certainly the way that Newcastle were playing. If if they just learned how to switch wings, uh, <laughs> if they learned how to sort of deliver him the ball, uh, we probably would have quite enjoyed his time at uh, at uh, Newcastle. But yeah, I saw flashes that I thought he 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 
probably do a job for somebody. Um, yeah, I, he, he, people sort of have him pictured as, as this difficult character, but he just he's, he just has an opinion and he likes playing football. <laughs> yeah, pe- yeah, people are so not into that, are they? <laughs> yeah, that's just like having an opinion about your own destiny slash job. Oh, how dare you? Just hurry up and play football. Shut up, mate. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Newcastle had a quiet one, although Steve Bruce thinks that oh, they were after Neymar, weren't they? Neymar was the one we were looking at, but we, that didn't quite happen. Well, look, if Richie's not going to Bournemouth, like, <laughs> if you're going to play Neymar, you're going to play Neymar at left back, <laughs> which is where he would put him. Richie not leaving. Well, yeah. well, that that's that's the thing. I, I thought that was the 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 problem with this transfer deadline day, which maybe impacted on the excitement for me. And uh, this isn't meant as a criticism, Kate, but what I think. Sky's little ticker could do with is Mm. when they have you know deal completed uh, in talks they should have had Idrissa Gay PSG Newcastle (laughs) politely declined (laughs) oh my god I actually would love that like all emojis to indicate the level of uh, enthusiasm so that like clenched teeth one (laughs) Idrissa Gay clenched teeth on or, or maybe oh, right, I'd, I'd like fake WhatsApps. I think that would be quite nice. Where it's a sort of, you know, Steve Bruce, Idrissa Gay, Idrissa Gay, typing dot, dot, dot. Yes. And, th- and then just goes off without any status. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've turned my blue ticks on, by the way, this year. I don't know about it. Are you blue tick guys? I can't remember. Do you oh, have yeah, to turn you your blue like... ticks on? Yeah. Oh, you you're, clearly be- you're clearly better at ghosting people than I am. I mean, I, I had no idea that was even an option. Yeah. It's- Is this in like WhatsApp where people are kind of visible when they're online? Exactly. Because I know people who are who don't show that and I always, I mistrust them. Right. <laughs> I mistrust them terribly. Well, I've, I turned it back last on. Scene. I want to know when you trust. were last seen. Yeah. I don't right, know. Okay, I find it a bit oppressive, to be honest, Pete. Like, oh, yeah. No, but you're it's, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the uh, heat, heat death of the emotional um, heart, I would say, and yeah, we're, we're big trouble, big trouble when you're just constantly on and everyone knows where you've been, what you've been doing, and all kinds. But yeah, but that said, I do mistrust people who will not tell me when they've last been on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, I'm back in the game, so hopefully back in the circle yeah. of trust with the with the eight of everybody. Um, what Watford, uh, their transfer policy seems to be a complicated one. I don't know if you picked up on this. Uh, they've signed Pochettino and Bergkamp within 24 hours of each other. I mean, a famous surname situation. What better method? Apology. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very exciting, isn't it? Mitchell Bergkamp says it's just my name, and I'm my own player. So there we go. Well, they, they haven't haven't Watford got Dennis Wise's son as well? I'm fairly <laughs> certain that's the case. They're just collecting people. That's really <laughs> odd. You, you see, I can I can see what's happened here because, as we know, the Watford training ground is right next to the Arsenal training ground mm. in London Colney. So I think what's happened here is Mitchell Bergkamp has turned up to sign for Arsenal and has gone in the wrong bit. And young Pochettino has turned up to sign for Arsenal and thought, <laughs> that'll go ape shit. I can't do it. I'm just going to go next door. So I, I think that's what's happened. Why is nobody calling um, Dennis Bergkamp's son Regenis? I think you should start it. Missed opportunity. Yeah, missed opportunity, guys. Um, Stoke legend Hesse has gone back to Las Palmas. Andy, what do you think about that? Oh, it's an absolute delight, Kate. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm, I'm so pleased to. Pepe Mel's boys. 
Lovely. <laughs> I'm so pleased to see him back playing football, uh, back in the homeland where he belongs, where he launched his reggaeton career, of course. Reggaeton Rodriguez. Lovely. Yes. <laughs> that video he released back in the day is just rot. <laughs> it's really terrible. It's, it's just it's just amazing, though, because you know when you have the little pictures of them pop up on, on news apps with the story? Mm. Normally you have them in previous club's kit or doing some light yeah. training recently the one that popped up on the story of Hesse that I read was him in a sort of jauntily angled cap with an absolutely enormous gold chain that the <laughs> MC would have blushed at so I, I enjoyed that I also yeah. enjoyed finding out a story that I wasn't aware of about him that when his ex was in uh, Big Brother a couple of years ago he spent five grand on text messages trying to get her voted out. Five Amazing. grand? Okay, so that's what, a text message? I guess it's more expensive to text into a show like that. Yeah, it's how they make the money, it? So is it like a quid From... or t- 10, 50p? What do you reckon? I'm, I'm, I mean, the, the, the point everyone kind of forgets is that he he did, it succeed, he succeeded. She got eliminated <laughs> first. So, <laughs> so money well spent. He, he probably could have spent less, to be quite frank. But um, they're back together now. Oh my God, really? The, I mean... <laughs> Imagine the imagine the ne- their next argument. So <laughs> you spent five grand on trying to embarrass me in front of the nation. Well, like, like that is that is not taking the bins out. That is like out out there. No, That's surely wonderful. you reframe it as showing you care, right? Oh, I just really cared. I was just so hurt. <laughs> yes. I just had to show you. I had to reach you in any way possible. Well, I missed you. <laughs> I wanted you to come home. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my <laughs> I mean, we've all made some impulse purchases over the years. <laughs> but, uh, five grand <laughs> on text messages. I mean, that might just be from his own phone. He might have spent more on others. That must have taken a yeah. long time as well, right? I mean, mm. presumably the text, you can pre-populate it and just send, send, <clears> send. <throat> but even still, like, your thumb's going to Well, you see it. those guys, you see those um, uh, Chinese Pokemon Go fans who have, like, they have, like, mopeds. Um, I've seen one guy do this. Let's make that very clear. Um, and they've got loads of like um, sort of iPod holders. Uh, sorry, iPod, um, iPhone holders. Yeah. And they're just constantly just trying to hunt for for Pokemon using twenty um, mobile phones at the same time. It's kind of like moped as they Wall Street. around. Yes, it's like yeah, it's like uh, it, it's it's like the, right. the, the day traders from Reddit um, <laughs> taking down taking down um, some investment hedge funds. Oh, that sounds like it must have been right up your street, Pete. Oh yeah, massively. Any, anything that allows a man to buy twenty iPhones, you see that quite a lot though. Like buying iPhones in 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 places like China and, and Taiwan as an expression of of wealth. Oh. I remember a guy. He was uh, he'd bought his 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 wife to be as part of like uh, what would you sort of. Um, What's the money you give to a oh, dowry? Dowry. Uh, yeah. dowry, dowry. I was thinking dowager, dowry. Um, and uh, yeah, he bought twenty iPhones, like the new iPhone Elevens or whatever, um, to give to his prospective uh, wife in in his engagement speech. Effectively, um, I think she said no. Weirdly, <laughs> <laughs> it was really public, and 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 they filmed they filmed it um, for posterity. And I think she said no. Do you oh, think God. he should have gone so for what uh, he did with those iPhones? Do you think he should have gone for Beats by Dre instead? I mean, I think maybe I just I some think kind of other kind of consumer electronics. Yeah. A tech gift that's uh, just a little bit more personal. Oh, it could have been just that she was quite shy and found it a bit weird that someone was making a massive declaration of love surrounded by a whole load of iPhones filmed by a bunch of people she probably didn't know. It worked for for Ram and Dominic. (laughs) (laughs) No, it didn't. No, no, it didn't. You're correct. (laughs) 
that's such an implausible sentence anyway, isn't it? It worked for Dominic. All right, then, let's... Uh, we need to get to a break, guys, because we've got some pretty... We've got something bloody brilliant coming up in the second half, frankly. See you in a bit. Chami, can you pass it one touch? Then why don't you do it? Just another little glimpse of Marcus working with his five-a-side team again there, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. (laughs) Welcome back to the Football Ramble. It's me, it's Andy, and it's Pete in your ears today. This Tuesday and it's time for you guys to get into our ears now because it's time for these And friends, I have genuinely been so excited about this email ever since it landed in the Football Ramble inbox. Show at footballramble.com if you want to get in touch or tweet us at Football Ramble. Because Andy and Pete, we have had an email from the bloody Faroe Islands. Asbjorn Nielsen Natterstadt. Apologies if that is not the perfect pronunciation. Feel free to write back again and tell me what the hell is. I would love that. (laughs) Um, He's in the Faroe Islands and he's emailed us in about King Kazoo. Here's what he's got to say. You were talking about age difference between teammates with regards to King Kazoo. I think we may have a world record in the Faroe Islands. It might not have been at the very highest level, but in the first round of the Faroese Cup in 2020, there was one player who was 61 years old. On the 27th of June, sorry, don't want to get that wrong, 2020, MB played against Undrith. MB is an amateur team in the Faroe Islands. On the bench was Peter Eriksson, who was born on the 11th of February, 1959. His youngest teammate was Harry Derhus, who was born on the 24th of November, 1998. That, friends, is 40 years between the two players. Surely that's got to be close to a world record, guys. <laughs> Isn't, um, wasn't there, who's the Icelandic player who played with his dad? Ardegar Johnson. Ardegar Johnson. On, his, his, on his international debut, he came on for his dad. Oh, that's man. lovely. That's I mean, so that, good. I mean, that is lovely. But, but, and, and that is uh, probably, presumably a higher level than the uh, Faroese <laughs> Cup this year. But, Tiny yeah, bit disrespectful there. The but, yeah. Did he get on, though? <laughs> did did, did Peter Eriksson get on, Eriksson? That's a great question. On the bench, what? Ah. Uh, mm. That's a great question. When someone's that age, it makes you think um, overbearing board member or competition winner. Yes, or Despot's son. (laughs) (laughs) Or Despot's dad, more likely. Despot's dad, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Depends on how old your Despot's are. Despot's are getting older, mate. And younger. That good living. Good old modern medicine. Exactly. The great thing about despotism these days is that there's no barriers to entry. Like, it's open to people of all ages, colours, creeds. Exactly. That's the modern era, isn't it? That's that's the lovely (laughs) thing about modern society. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've got uh, I've got an email from Tom Williams when I was younger I used to go and watch my dad play Sunday League more dad chat uh, one weekend yes. he played Earlstoke Prison Away as they weren't allowed to travel <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the, 
The journey in was quite intimidating to a 14-year-old with guards and barbed wire everywhere. Or at least that's how I remember it. Everyone was locked in the changing rooms to get ready until warm-up and kick-off. The game itself was in a huge cage. The wire fences, about 10 metres tall, all around the pitch, and the other prisoners were watching from the other side of the fence. The game kicked off, and it was very even. The young, probably about 18, uh, centre-forward playing on my dad's team, was a bit of a prima donna. He was getting quite huffy. The people weren't passing, or when they did, the passes weren't quite right. Ten minutes in the second half, he stormed off the pitch telling the team to go fuck themselves and that he wasn't playing anymore real tantrum stuff what he forgot that he was was that he was locked in the pitch which is locked inside a prison um, what followed was about an hour of taking from all the people watching outside the fence and then being locked in a changing room with the team he told to go fuck themselves needless to say he didn't play again oh, that's I mean incredible so really that is exactly what you want I've had teammates I wouldn't have minded uh, locking in a in a closed cage in a prison to be honest but, uh, <laughs> I don't know about you guys maybe that's me maybe I'm a bad teammate it, it does remind me a little bit of a, a, a story I'm sure I've shared before that when um, Marseille were in the qualifier the playoff for the Champions League I think it was in 2003 against uh, Austria Vienna and uh, Mido was told that he wasn't going to be in the starting lineup. And uh, he did similar. He told um, the coach and the, his teammates to go fuck themselves. And he, he, he walked out, um, still in his kit, got, in, got to his car and fi- found out he was boxed in. And, and he had to go back <laughs> with his tail between his legs and go, this isn't over. This isn't over. <laughs> oh, my Could days. he have not get, got someone to sort of move the cars? Could he not have pushed the car away? I don't know how cars work. He probably prob- handbrakes limit that, innit? He probably wasn't Sorry. in the mood for, like, clever negotiation at that stage, was he? Or, like, no. nicely asking he- someone to move their car. Or, or going going up to the Tannoy man and going, uh, can you put an announcement you out for <laughs> this number plate, please? <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, but don't mention it's for me. Definitely don't mention it's for me. <laughs> uh, love, I mean, guys, that was... I'm so happy that we've had that email from the Faroe Islands. I, I know that I may have already made this point, but if you are from the Faroe Islands, uh, please email again. Show up footballrebel.com. I absolutely love to hear it. And thanks for those... Now, we must get on because we have something almost as good, almost as good as an email from the Faroe Islands, P and Brussel. We've got Michael Owen saving the world in this part. (laughs) So there's been a FIFA, I don't know if you saw this, there's been a FIFA conference or something to do with the World Health Organization. So, you know, to be applauded. The idea is that according to... Uh, world-renowned epidemiologist Gianni Infantino. Uh, He's been talking about how he's sure that the Qatar World Cup is going to be played in front of full stadiums. He's confident that COVID will be defeated by then. Uh, And the conference was to launch a campaign for fair access to vaccines. So, you know, that's a good thing, isn't it? Pretty pretty sensible, pretty noble endeavour to be a part of. And the person they decided to get in to make sure that message was hammered home was Michael Owen. And the reasoning behind this, according to Infantino, was that he says that kids will listen more if Michael Owen tells them to wash their hands. Now, I don't know about the two of you, right? But unless I've missed something here, Michael Owen is a kind of my era of footballer. I'm no longer Mm. a kid. Do kids give a shit about Michael Owen? Uh, I mean... (laughs) 
I'm, yeah, I mean, I mean, Gianni Infantino, by his very nature, name-wise, would probably have a good take on this. So he's probably not that far away from, you know, figuring out what 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 kids would like. Hello, hello, fellow Infantinos. But the World <laughs> Health Organization, they've only just had their visas awarded by China to get in and have a look at how the whole thing started. They don't need the distraction of, you know, Michael Owen, who is a human wet market he's he, he is if anyone's career could be described as, as as a human wet market that would be very much michael owen he's a man of, <laughs> he's a soggy man but he's a man of commerce that is very is very is very uh, cool so yeah I, I, I mean i i i just can't help but think the the bat signal came up or the leg just the leg part uh, came up and, and said there is money to be made why is money to be head made on these michael legs owen. i don't understand. <laughs> and, and michael owen just went just kind of like a worm coming towards the the the, the rain when it starts to rain the pitter patter money and then and he's just there but the hospitality tickets for the World Cup went went on sale. I had a little Google. I had a little Google. Check the website. Nine hundred and fifty quid. Nine hundred and fifty dollars, rather, for Perfect. the cheapest one. Got a few. Yeah, yeah. Got got ten, ten for the, for the group stages. We'll be there um, in the same price as the third there. or fourth place ticket, though. I noticed, which is interesting. But yeah. I think because of because of the sustainable nature of the World Cup in twenty two, I do think you get to keep the seat that you went in. So it's probably worth it. <laughs> it's made of hemp. Will you joke? Is that a joke, or is that because the whole thing about some of the stadiums? Is you, you can pack have... them up and take them away. Yes. And the idea yeah. is supposed to be that you can take the, the seats and they're supposed to be being repurposed possibly for like, I mean, I'm now saying stadiums in Africa, but that, that sounds made up for now I'm saying it. But you definitely are supposed to be They built them for the to... World Cup and they, they just, they're, they're not, <laughs> they don't want more stadiums. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's, 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 or something like that. Anyway, you can take your is seats that the away. Idea? Yeah. Is that the idea that they, that they pack them up? rebuild them somewhere else and they can be used as a bus garage like you know the one in salvador is or whatever yeah, yeah i mean yeah that's it brass you've got kids do they care about michael owen i don't think they know who michael owen is right to, that's to, my to point entirely yeah. no you're, you're right it's exactly the same thing as liam gallagher washing his hands while singing supersonic although in his defense he did it 10 months ago and it had a bit of humour yeah. to it. Huh. Before, I mean, to be honest, before our government got involved in, <laughs> yeah, exactly. in, in masks and, and hand washing. <laughs> it's true, yes. Yeah, okay. So either way, Owen's involved. No one really knows why. And it's not going to have the impact that they say it ought to have. Because if you, know, if you want someone useful to tell you to do things, you probably want to talk to Marcus Rashford or someone a bit more... Um, Moral? Overtly moral? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Club World Cup kicks off in Qatar on Thursday. So this conference has been held to remind the global audience of the importance of public health measures. Although presumably Mm. people are travelling to Qatar to play in the Club World Cup. I I don't... don't. But Bayern have taken quite a squad to take on Olsen Hyundai. (laughs) Bottom of the K League. I mean, due to the alphabet, they've not started yet. <laughs> but Bayern have taken all their decent players, which is, uh, and, and they're not facing off against anyone. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Andy K. I, I don't think there's any, you know, big, big teams in there. Well, well, well Pete, we... you, say, you, say, you say they've taken quite the squad. I mean, none of them have been on holiday for the best part of a year. I think it's the, <laughs> it's the, the, the least yeah. they can do. Yeah, this is <laughs> the perfect Celtic away day, time of year to be in Qatar, guys. The weather yeah, is beautiful. The, They've they've got they've got the semi final coming up next week. They won't be travelling to the weekend, Bayern, because they've got 
uh, Hertha on Friday, and then they get their well, it's not really a week off, is it? But they they get a week off, week and a half off Bundesliga when they they fly out there, and um, presumably we're 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 hoping for a a final against Palmeiras. Yeah, mm. unfortunately, Bayern won't meet Ulsan because uh, they're in the other half of the draw, Pete. But you know, greatness knows greatness. Would, would they? Would they not if they got to the final? I don't know really know how it works. Sorry, are you telling me what you're backing them for the final? Are you? I'm backing them. I'm backing us and Hyundai. <laughs> Bottom of the K League. Thank you. Such a Hyundai loyalist. <laughs> you're so, uh, you so bloody are. Um, let's move away from what people uh, do to influence kids. Very sternly and probably if you've got kids listening maybe don't <laughs> don't listen to this next bit because we need to get to Antonio Cassano he's been lifting his lid on well certainly a number of things uh, but amongst them his Nutella addiction so he, he had an interview uh, with Bobo Vieri on his Twitch channel um, and he said that he put on 14 kilos in seven months at Real Madrid, 14 kilos, uh, because of a habit of eating Nutella directly from the jar. He seems to blame Nutella itself for this problem uh, because apparently they were one of the sponsors and there, there's a lot of free Nutella about. And if there's free Nutella about, you know, it's sort of your duty to eat it, isn't it? He seems to have taken the same approach uh, to women as well, 700 before he was 25, also according to the interview. Uh, what do you make of, of both well, of those records, guys? I open the floor. I, I mean, I mean, his, his, Cassano's a man who, correct if I'm wrong, um, used to love walking around a stadium um, in like tighty whiteies. He used to walk around, he, used to, he, used to enjoy, he was always pictured in the stadium just in white wife fronts. And if your fingers are covered in Nutella, you're going to get, you're going to become a laughing stock, to be quite frank. But yeah, I mean, like, Cassano was always one of those players who, until he was a bit homophobic, a uh, bit of a ramble trope for, for, quite, for quite a while. But if look, if he'd stuck to his task and tried a bit harder, he would have become a very decent competitive eater. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly overweight, bless him. Well, it, I, I guess it could have been worse because he never ended up at Juventus because uh, Piemonte is actually where Nutella comes from, isn't it? I mean, oh, is it? Uh, uh, Lovely. Leanne Sanderson a while back told me that um, the, the Nutella, when she was out playing for Juventus, the Nutella there is just on a different level huh. because it's, oh, it's, right. it's at source. And so, right. like you know, it's the, like Guinness in Ireland, is it? Well, exactly. When you come, when you come back well. to England, it's it's, it's it's not the same. But but the, the Nutella, <laughs> the Nutella king in Germany was um, Max Kruse, very sort of uh, colourful character, I guess, a, a bit in the Casano mould. And uh, he was he was banned from eating Nutella at one point <laughs> because he was he was eating so much of it. So he carried on with more wholesome activities like winning 45 grand in a poker game and then leaving it in the back of a cab. <laughs> what a life. Hand smears of Nutella all over the money. Love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you get that stuff on your hands. I'm mean, here to sort of, you know, go over it again. Yeah. But it's quite it's hard to get off. It's, it's, yeah, it's you, sticky. You know how people talk about uh, trace cocaine on banknotes? I, yeah. I don't know if uh, <laughs> in Bremen around that time it was like trace Nutella well, on look, 50 Real euro used- notes. <laughs> Real Madrid used to uh, used to find uh, Cassano for every gram, so <laughs> kind of works. Muto esque. The, the greatest talent to ever have thrown everything away, Cassano, according to himself. Um, but yeah. although yeah. not the samples of Nutella, unfortunately. No, exactly. But <laughs> some would say it's worth it. I don't know. I mean, Nutella's a fine a fine spread. Although this is the first time, really, I've I've heard him blame his failures at Real Madrid 
on <laughs> eating loads of pastries in Nutella because normally he just blamed it on um, Capello. Capello, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Actually, it's, uh, we mentioned this earlier. He said uh, that when he was living in Madrid in the hotel, he used one of the waiters. His task was to bring him three or four cornetti after I had had sex. Uh, so cornetti, I think, means croissants in that context. In the sex context, it can mean other things in other contexts, I guess. Mm. Um, so it might have been the cornetti that were part of the issue as well. If he was churning out the kind of numbers that he seems to be, conf- he seems to be suggesting, three or four croissants, seven hundred. You've got. I mean, it, 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 as a man who <laughs> frequently has bad stomachs and terrible acid indigestion, I mean, it has me leaping to the renitidine. It's just, it just, oh man, you, you need a coffee with it or something or a latte just to just to get it down. Ugh. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really bear thinking about, to be honest. Um, no. All right then, should we? Before we bow out, I was gonna, I was hoping to look back on a kind of detailed analysis of the U.S. men's national team's seven 0 battering of Trinidad and Tobago last night. But Pete wanted to do a full and thorough preview to Newcastle Crystal Palace, which is at eight fifteen this <laughs> evening. But um, it's a six pointer. <laughs> but we've all had to. We've all had to just compromise uh, by mentioning Manchester United are up against Southampton later. Solskjaer says that they need to be nastier. Do they need to be nastier? Is that what we think? Is that where they've been going wrong? If they're going to win the title, they just need to be nasty pricks. I don't really follow follow this, to be honest, because it was with reference, wasn't it, to the the goal that wasn't disallowed for Sheffield United and the goal that was disallowed for Manchester United. So like I, I don't know if they're thinking... like he influence referees, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, exactly. You just think of the golden <laughs> days of like Roy Keane and Yapstam sort of in, in the faces of match officials at uh, Old Trafford, you know, the bulging vein on the head, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> it does make you quite nostalgic for classic United, doesn't it? Doesn't it, Just Have you guys seen, before we go, by the way, have you guys seen the TikTok thing of uh, Roy, the Roy Keane character on FIFA or somewhere dancing? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Enjoyable. It, it's such a lovely little kind of com- compilation compendium of his of his best dancing. Fantastic. It's absolutely excellent. Yeah, look that out, guys. <laughs> uh, if you've got, well, literally 10 seconds on your hands, it's definitely worth 10 seconds of your life. <laughs> no, go, go on, Pete, sorry. Oh, no, I, th- I, thought, I genuinely thought I said lick that out. <laughs> like Cassano like on a ball of Nutella. You, lick, uh, you say look that out. <laughs> look that out? Does that... It's like, wow. Look that out. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I see. Ah, uh, my accent getting me into there trouble again. Uh, yeah, so what I'm going to social says, we should have made more of a fuss about the goal. We're a bunch of nice lads. I mean, they've, they've been quite lucky. As I said last time I was on this show, they've been quite lucky over the past uh, few months. And, and they, they, they aren't very ruthless, but they could probably do with being a bit more ruthless in front of goal and not worry about what the referee's doing. Quite frankly, and that's it. And that's the final truth. The <laughs> other the truth end. is that if you... Got, I mean, being nice lads is good. And if you, dear listeners, want to be nice lads uh, or lasses, Remember that we have got loads of new content over on our Patreon page. There's going to be a live stream Q&A on Thursday night as well. I'm pretty, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, just head over to patreon.com slash football ramble to find out more and uh, get involved. Come and be a part of the family. We've had some bloody nice lads signing up over the last uh, three or four days. Some people tweet us about it, and it's so nice to see. We really, really appreciate it. Maybe the Patreon people are the best of all the La- Ramble listeners. If you want to be the best of the Ramble listeners, get involved. Now, on tomorrow's show, it is me and you, Pete, and Luke 
replacing Basel. Ooh, mixing things up. How different will the vibe be? No one knows. Lovely to see you guys this morning. Say goodbye, Brass. Goodbye. Say goodbye, PTD. I'm off for some Nutella. Bye. I can't wait. See you next time. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.